People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Today, I am back in Thailand, and I am going over some things. Guys, I was listen- listening to Jay Shetty last night. You guys probably don't know him. A lot of women know him because of apparently his striking eyes, but he's a British monk, and he said something really, really important that really set in with me last night. He said, quote, I am who I think you think I am. So basically, I am what the other person thinks I am. And you know what? While I was on that SkyTrain last night, I said, Wow, this is really, really, really setting in with me. I mean, this is what I've created my reality as. I keep using... The black, 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 black. But the thing is, what am I supposed to say when someone asks me, why don't you have a girlfriend? I'm going to say, well, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just too smart out here. I don't know what am I supposed to say. Am I just going to continue to keep saying because I'm black? That's bullshit. This is what other people think I am. They think I'm black. And this is what I've created my life as. It's such a destructive blueprint. I really want you guys to think about it. Now, this is just an introduction because I'm going to get into the other stuff. But this is just an introduction because I really want you to look at your life and say, is it my parents? Is it my friends? Is it my family? Is it my neighborhood? Who is it? Like, what I'm feeling right now, if I feel like dog shit, is it because I'm living a life through the perception of someone uh, someone else's perception about me? Don't get confused. You're basically, and a lot of people in this world right now, they're basically living the life that other pe- from other people's perception of them. That is unbelievable. It's kind of like the other uh, thing that uh, one of my ex-students told me. She said, I'm now dreaming in English. These, these things really, really hit a really deep, and I'm talking about a deep spot within my heart. Because while I'm standing there, you know, so many things are happening around me, and then I look at this girl, and she's looking at me, and she was, just, boy, she was looking at me from head to toe, and she hurried up and turned, right? Because she, <laughs> she was scared, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, if I continue saying the same dumb shit over and over and over, I'm basically the person who they think I am, just black. No, you got to create, you got to rewire your brain. So I'm going to get into that a little bit more on another podcast, but that's going to be for another day. So here I am, guys, acknowledging your positive past, part two. I wrote about this probably two years ago, and I want to get back into this because, again, it's all about rewiring your brain. So example, my mother, who took four children in all by herself, did a magnificent job at parenting. Boom. Relative pronoun clause. And I literally stated the positive about my mother rather than saying the negative about my mother. We never and we always have a tendency to not acknowledge our positive past. Now, let me give you another depiction of what I always say. My mother, who hasn't spoken or communicated with me via voice in five years, doesn't really care about me. You see, there's a huge difference between the two, right? Because that that mother... Who in 1999 had to go through just had to go through mud. I'm talking about cement or whatever you want to call it. You know, quicksand to get us a home. 
She did it all because it was in her heart. She was so happy to have her kids back from that destructive-ass father. I'm telling you, my mother, who has gone, who has gone long strides to basically graduate us and to take care of us in a neighborhood that was seemingly terrible, she did it all. You gotta just sit down and acknowledge that positive past. So, of course, over the last few months, I've been talking so much about my last job, right? Last job, last job, last job. And you know what, my last job, a lot, of course you guys already know the story, especially those of you out there in America who have been following me. But guys, I'm going to put my last job into perspective. So here we go. I was taken in by a job and was given work for three and a half years. I had the opportunity to work at about four different companies. Worked at one of the biggest companies in Thailand. Worked at a university, tracing back to the roots of that particular province so I could close the door and create a new story, which I did. Saw one of my students' parents who ended up knowing that I was going to be there two years, oh, I'm sorry, three years later. And she's like, oh my god, Buck, you're, look at you now, you're so handsome, you're so this, you're so that. I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. Three of the children's parents came to come see me, came to come see me. I don't even know if that's correct. I don't give a damn. They came to see me. And it was, that this is how you leave such a lasting impression because in one of the darkest places that I had, okay, character building. I'm not going to say darkest. I'm going to say character building. I'm going to rewire my brain right now. Because in that specific moment, those children who I left such a lasting impression on their parents came back to see me three years later when I taught there only for two days. And you know what? It was so amazing because they came in and they were like, Arsenio! And they came in, they had lunch with us. And like, you know, some of the people were like, oh, who are these people, Arsenio? I'm like, dude, I taught their kids like three years ago. This is my first job. And we were all sitting at this table. It was just spectacular. But let's keep let's keep focus on the last three and a half years. I had the opportunity to teach some of the most brilliant individuals from one of the best universities in Thailand. I forgot her damn name. There was one. Her name. Oh my gosh, she was so beautiful. Don't tell nobody. She's about uh, what is it? Twenty years old. Her name was Mo. Nickname Mo. But she was so charismatic. The next one after that, I don't know. Oh my god, I forgot. That was her first name. She is now a flight attendant for Orient Thai. I haven't spoken to her probably in three years, but she was the most gorgeous. Oh, my God. Just pure. Can't even explain it, but she was just beauty. I had another girl by the name of. um, Oh, my God. I forgot her name, but they were all from the same university and she spoke Spanish. But another one, Gigi, who's still my friend, of course, online and. Uh, she's one of my ex-students, and she's, she knows Hindi, and she speaks a little bit of, oh my god, well, she actually speaks fluent Hindi, and a couple of other things. Oh, man, I had the special opportunity to teach some of the best, and I'm talking about some of the best students. I'm talking about, I had the, I had projects, because a lady believed in my ability to deliver. And at the very beginning, it probably was a little bit one-sided. But then she said, oh, my God, I know how good he is. I'm going to send him to this company. I'm going to send him here. I'm going to send him here. Next thing you know, the big corporate training program, they came. They're like, hey, we heard you're very good. Come on down. So I started doing that even more and more and more. Then after that, hey, it was time for Arsenio to move on. See, I've just acknowledged my positive past at that three and a half year company. Because what I was able to endure and what I was able to do and the lasting impression I was able to give to a lot of the students, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. 
You know another critical one that I'm going to do right now? My brother. I'm going to do one about my brother because I think I've been saying too many bad things about my brother on here. Guys, I'm going to bring you back to a game. A football game. 2003. I can't remember who we were playing, but we were in the marching band. I was a 10th grader. My brother was a uh, was a senior. So it was a 2003 night. We're over there sitting down, and there's this wrestler. This wrestler was called me a very racial slur a week before. And I remember he was taunting the entire band that night, and my blood pressure was going up. And it had to be around probably the second or third quarter of the game. He threw something at some people. Uh, uh, you know, a couple bleachers in front of me, or a couple of, you know, just a couple of flights of stairs down. And I looked at my friend Carlos, and Carlos is going to be able to remember. He, he could actually tell the story, too, because I said, enough. And right then and there, I saw red. So what I did, I took off my hat, I unbuttoned my jacket, I walked up a couple steps, and there were, a, a, let's just say that I was hurling all types of adjectives at him. But I would say, man, I don't know who the, uh, oh, it, it was just, it, uh, I like to call it nigga mode. But don't repeat that. But I like to call it because Moondocks, this is what they've called it. I just turned on to another station and I saw red. And you know what? My brother was sitting on the other side, but he had a cast on. He had a cast. He broke his foot earlier. He was in a cast for a long time. And you know what? My brother saw that I was actually talking to these guys and it was a nasty argument. And my brother was like, hey, man. Who the hell you think you talk? Uh, don't, hey, man, that's my brother. Don't be talking to my brother like that. And he says something to my brother. And my brother got up on his cast. And then two people got up. And then the band director came running. And I was ready to just look. Oh, <laughs> that was a brother moment. 2003, man, I was a baby. 15, oh, 15 years ago, half my life ago. God damn. Oh, God, I'm old. Uh, anyways. 15 years ago, man, that was the proudest moment I've ever had in my life because my brother stood up for me at that specific moment. He said, you are not going to talk to my brother like that. I'm going to whip your ass even with the cast on my foot. And my brother had, and you know what? That guy ended up shutting up. Yep, the band director and the drum major came. They were like, Arsidio, calm down, calm down. And I was shaking like I was ready to eat him alive. If I, boy, have you ever seen anyone eat another, like cannibalism? I was about to eat that guy. You know what I mean? Oh, man. But you know what? That was a moment where my brother and I, we just, it was that brotherly love. And so this is what you gotta do. In a heated exchange moment. That brother who I've talked about so much on this podcast in terms of this and that, I'm acknowledging that past because it's been amazing. You know what else I'm going to acknowledge? Thailand. That's right. I'm going to acknowledge Thailand. And you know what? I'm going to acknowledge some of the places where I ended up having to chase my alchemy, especially the south of Thailand by the name of Nakhon Sitamarat. Now, guys... This was probably the most remarkable times in time. You know what? And I pointed out, you know, all the other people and the, <clears throat> what is it? The young ones and the teachers. All I don't give a damn about that. Let's acknowledge the, let's acknowledge the positivity. Now, I remember I was walking down the street one day and this guy, I don't know what he used to say to me because I didn't speak Thai. He's just like, hey, blah, blah, blah. and he just laid his head. He said, hello. You know, that's all I knew. And then he's like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't understand you. Um, and so. There was one day he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He told me to stop, I think. And then he said, uh, I think he said something about his daughters. And two of his daughters came out. One was beautiful and the other one was, you know, I guess, you know, average. 
But they started speaking fluent English and my jaw dropped. And I said, oh, my God, you guys speak English? Yeah, we lived in Las Vegas. <gasps> I'm from Las Vegas. We lived in Hawaii, too. I was like, I just came from Hawaii. That was a beautiful moment. And you know what? She ended up helping me get a bank account and so many other things. And, of course, we ended up going our separate ways because I ended up creating an alternate reality through the perceptions of other people who they thought I was. And so I ended up shoving away probably three unique individuals. But, however, I became the talk of the town. A lot of people started learning and hearing about me. And there was one evening, this guy came to me. I don't know who he was. I think he was sports betting one day. And he, he didn't speak much English. But then I told him where I lived and stuff like that. And there was one night I came over. There were two people at the lobby of my hotel. They started walking out. They saw me park. And then this girl turned around. She was the most gorgeous. Oh, my God. I just just fall in love. I just fall in love, peoples. She turned around. She's like, AJ? Or she called me Buck because that's I hate that name because my students would call me teacher fuck. That was just ridiculous. And I say that with PH, no pun intended. But that's what they called me. You know what I mean? But they used it with the F term. Anyways, the F letter. I don't give a damn. You know, subtract the BH, put the F, that's what they call me. So I stopped using it and I told him to call me AJ because they can't pronounce my first name, Arsenio. <sighs> that was a rant. Anyways, I got a job with him and that was the first time I worked with a Muslim teacher and she changed my entire perception on the Muslim faith. She was the most wonderful Thai Muslim I've ever met in my life and the best Thai teacher to this day I've ever met in my life. She was an absolute sweetheart. And you know what I worked at that school? In this school, they had uh, students with autism, Down syndrome, a lot of different things. But you know what? I would root them on and say, come on, speak English, speak English. And he did speak English. And every time he said a word correctly, he would clap really loud. And yeah, he would just scream. And I'd be like, yes, I'm so happy. I had that privilege. I introduced the game of dodgeball to just wonderful individuals. There were two girls by the name of Carrot and Peach. Two of them could speak excellent English. Oh, man, it was just such a wonderful day. It was such a wonderful time teaching there. And, of course, I made just a little bit, but I was able to get these little side projects just so I could make a little money on the side on top of what I was making. So that was remarkable. And, you know, I mean, even with the past, even initially moving to Thailand, I remember my first friend I ever met. It was on a, a website. And I won't tell you the website. But anyways, it was like a website where you can meet people like a Tinder. But, you know, it's not even famous anymore. I think it's gone. But um, I met her on there, and I remember she's like, hey, are you free tonight? I was like, yeah. I just fell off a bike. She's like, oh, my God. Really? I was like, yeah, I scarred myself because a lot of adjectives came out. And we went to a bar. We had a drink, and we became friends. And we were talking about the voice, and, you know, we were friends for two months. And I met some other wonderful people within the first three months, but then I just put a lid on it, and I just lived in that bubble in terms of Thai women hate you. The same thing I've been saying for so long. And it's time to get rid of it. Because you know what? When you can acknowledge and be grateful for your positive past, you're going to be able to rewire your brain and rewire your subconscious mind. So how can you guys begin to do this right now? Well, I'm going to tell you. Begin with nine major successes based on your age. So if you're 21, ages birth to six, seven to what, 13, 14 to 20. Okay, if you're 40. Okay, you could go from 13, what is it, birth to 13, 14 to, what is it, 27, to 28 to 40. Divide it into three increments, your age. And I want you guys to give three major successes based on each one. So if I actually do, what is it, birth to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30, I mean, I could probably write nine alone in the last year. 
of course, in the last, and you know what's so crazy, I was thinking about it, I said, man, how am I going to be able to stand up and, like, go from, like, 30, oh, oh, actually, 21 to 30, so I'm actually still in the 21 age, now, when I turn 31, it's going to be from 31 to 40, but now I'm technically 30, so how am I going to live up to the billing such as what I just did in my 20s? Because my 20s, wow, it was loud, it was crazy, but now I am just straight on purpose. And so, if you look at it this way, you know, you know, basically between birth and 10 years old, hey, I learned how to ride a bike, I did this, did that, okay, those are some achievements. 11 to 20, that was huge, graduated from high school, moved out, uh, started, you know, started going to college outside, of course, in Arizona, um... What is it? Did marching band got an excellent at two at LVI Invitational 2003 on that November night, that first Saturday of November. And you know what? That was the greatest feeling I've ever had in my life. I got my first ever. Uh, what is it? First place. I got first place a few times. I got it to the Sunrise Regional Championships in track and field. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. And over the last nine years, guys, I don't even have to go over it, but I want you to do it. Acknowledge the nine major successes in your life. If you want to do nine for each category, do it. If you want to just do three, 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 do that. And also, what you can do is do the mirror exercise. Now, every night before you retire, go over the things that went very well in your day. Now, I can look in the mirror right now and I can say, well, Arsenio, you know what? You woke up this morning and you banged out a nine-kilometer run. And you know what? I'm actually looking in the mirror right now. This is what you guys got to do. I banged out a nine-kilometer run. I'm preparing for what's about to be a monster of a race in three days. I have that. And you know what? You're going to get your police check. You got your visa. You went to Singapore. Arsenio, today is a beautiful day. And you've already achieved a lot already within the first four hours. And you know what? At the very end, I want you to just look in your look in the mirror. I'm telling you guys right now, look in the mirror and say, you know what, Arsenio? You are a wonderful individual and I love you. Do that every night before you go to sleep. That's right. I want you to do that mirror exercise and create the image you want to see about yourself. And you know what? You need to reward that inner child. You know what? That inner child. It's like, you, you know, Les Brown talks about it. He's like, you know what? You got to have that child in you because sometimes that child gets beaten out of us through the experience of life. And you always want to relive those feelings that you had as a child. Do the things that you used to do. That's why I love going running because, you know what? When I used to go running out there on the streets, uh, Taylor Avenue in North Las Vegas, Nevada with my friends. Oh, it used to be a beautiful thing. I was free. I always reward myself. And you know what? Yeah, so what? I'm 30, but I'm still a kid at heart. And I will always have that inside me. I will always laugh. I will never be serious. Yeah, okay, there's a time to be serious. You know, if someone, if there's a death in the family, God forbid, you know, um, knock on wood. Uh, if there's if something that happens, there are times to be serious and whatnot. But at the same, to- you know, token, be who it is you want to be. And when you're able to be who it is you want to be, that perception of what other people think you are, it's going to go away. It's going to disperse. So, guys, if you want to look that up, of course, on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com, I'll post it in the link in the description. Oh, okay, today is Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Tomorrow morning, we got Tony Robbins, and Friday, oh, we got a wonderful podcast interview that's going to be coming. So, I'm very, very excited about that one. Please stay tuned. 
because that's going to be a very, very compelling interview. So, with that being said, guys, uh, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, as always, Arsenio, over and out.